we're back. Hey, Welcome Donna. to hour two. Hey, Steve. It's the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Woo! You want to talk a little music news? I'd like to. Me too. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Beat. I see Dolly's performance at the, uh, what was it, the Cowboys game? It had to be, right? Yep, yep. Cowboys halftime. Yeah. Thanksgiving game. Your thoughts? You know, so I didn't listen to it. It was sort of on. I was talking with somebody in the kitchen, and then somebody was like, oh, hey, Dolly. And then I was like, oh, hey, look, it's Dolly. She's dressed like a cheerleader. She looked amazing. She looked great. Oh, my gosh. 77 years old. Looked like a million bucks. Uh, People are still talking about that. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people are focusing on the wrong thing. Um, First of all, the the performance was very good. I watched it. You know, it's funny. There's a a family friend, family slash friend at um, Thanksgiving who was like, oh, she lost me when she started doing We Will Rock You. That's so campy. I go, hi. You don't get any more campy than Dolly Parton, right? Sure. <laughs> like, if yeah. anyone could sing that song, uh, she can. But if they don't plan to watch the Olympics, because that's the theme song for the Olympics. That's what I said. Oh, and yeah. he goes, no, you're lying. He goes, wait, you're being serious? Like, how? Did, where did you hear that? I go, look it up. Look yeah. it up. He's like, oh, dear God. I'm like, I think it's great. Wait, was it We Will Rock You or We Are the Champions? Same both. thing. It's the combination. Yeah, yeah she did oh, it together. Yeah. Right. It, like, morphs into that. Okay. So anyway, people are saying things like, um, are you okay with 77-year-old Dolly Parton dressing like a 20-year-old cheerleader? Um, 77-year-old women shouldn't be pretending they're 20. They should be home spending time with loved ones and family. We need to stop normalizing this behavior. Oh, no. What? (laughs) So her sister, Stella, Dolly's sister... Never knew she had a sister. Oh, okay. she's got a huge family. I guess from the uh, the color, the Technicolor coat or whatever, yeah. the dolly and the coat oh, thing. Boy. Coat we like that colors. TV movie. Yeah. I should have known. Hmm. I could tell. Uh, anyway, she wrote on Twitter, I personally thought my big sister Dolly was cute as hell. Those of you being so critical of a 77-year-old kicking up her heels, I say, go bleep yourself. What do you think she meant by bleep? I'm not sure. Okay. But I think I have a good guess. Yeah. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg also said, um, um, bite me to those people telling her to act her age. You know, Madonna went through the same thing when she came out during the Super Bowl. I think people should be allowed to do whatever they want, right? You, sh- you should dress however you want. This is America. This is America. You should be able, you know, it's a free country. You can dress like that if you want. Listen, if I look like that today... I'd be wearing that. No, I'm just going to play devil's advocate work. here. Okay. Okay. I thought she did great. But if you're going to go into the free country, the free country people will say right back to you what it is. And that's why I get to say what I want to say. Well, that is true. But you have to remember there are going to be, there's going to be backlash always sure. when somebody does something that you, but you know what? If you're ready for that, if you know that there are repercussions, you know, Dolly, I, what does she, she, what what does does she care? Dolly care? She should not I would care imagine, one bit. Throughout her life, there have been people critiquing her body. There have. Right? Yes. And so I I would imagine she's got about as thick of skin as one could possibly develop as time goes on. And boy, she never seems to 
clap back. And you kind of get the impression from Dolly, to her credit, that she doesn't clap back publicly. I don't think she claps back privately. She just seems like she's just chosen sweetness and like look you can say whatever you want to say it's fine i'm i'm moving on right i'm a Other tough girl to um however i guess tony romo got a little mm-hmm. weird and creepy maybe yeah oh what the old romanator do uh here's what here are his thoughts on her her outfit the field is all set after the dolly performance we are the champions and she was wearing the cowboys cheerleading outfit yeah. you saw that coming didn't I, you, you I, said I, I think she's gonna go with a little cheerleading outfit tonight and i was like wow it's pretty good what do you think we're going to see? I mean, she looks happen. amazing, right? You, know, I mean, you never know what's going to happen wonderful. here. Who doesn't like Dolly Parton? <laughs> no, she's absolutely an American <laughs> treasure. That's for sure. And you are, too. Fast becoming. Jim Nance okay. was trying to pull up a graphic about the quarterback play in the first half, and he's like, man, man that cheerleading outfit. Right? <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my gosh. You know, I honestly thought, you know, I have to go back and look at it and see what she was wearing, because I know she was wearing the short shorts, and then she had, like, the nude-colored bodysuit that made it look like she was, you know wearing you know a cut off shirt yep. but she, i right. mean that was actually a bodysuit mm-hmm. yeah i thought for sure she would have like bell bottoms on with fringe all in the same color theme you know of the of the cowboys with fringe coming down her underside of her arms that's what i was picturing but i mean holy cow she rocked it she rocked it she Erecta. Oh my god. And don't I apparently don't tick off her sister Stella. Stella or, or Whoopi. Or Whoopi. Who who by the way put up some kind of she put up an Instagram post of her making her turkey. Mm-hmm. And um I think people are giving her a bunch of crap because she wasn't wearing gloves. Like she was tasting it out of a spoon. You know, like tasting whatever she was sampling. And she's like, now, if you guys weren't watching right now, I probably would have put this spoon right back in there and taken another taste. But because you were. That's right. So she's being trolled about that, too. Yeah. uh, Lou got trolled by um, Hutch from KS95 because she pulled these rolls out of the uh, the oven that Hutch was like, you know, you're supposed to bake those Hawaiian King's Hawaiian rolls, which we never knew Blew all of our minds. We turn the package over. It says, like, toast them and then enjoy them. Anyway, she brings them out. Now, Lou says, I had a washed hand. I had a clean hand. But then she, like, started, like, poking. Just like like a little finger tap of, like, is this, did this harden up enough? Did it toast up? And Hutch threw a major flag on the play. It was like, look at this. Look at, you're touching all of these right now. Wow, no one's going to eat these. And then at the end of the night, they were very, very, um, not picked over, and there were a bunch left, and he claimed Lou wanted to release her inner whoopee, it sounds like. Wow, so and he Hutch comes to your house, and then he's... Critiqued crit- several things. Wow. And, uh, and the Hawaiian's, uh, King's Hawaiian rolls was uh, was one of them, that Lou touched them, though she claims it was a clean hand, but we, I don't know, I didn't see her wash it. I don't know whose side to take. Did you guys, so you weren't going to put those in the oven, you were just going to serve them? Correct. Okay. I never I, would have thought to put them in the oven. We only do that when we make sliders. I was going to say there's so many great recipes. You can like just take a knife and go all the way through all of them in one swoop and then mm-hmm. put some like cheese and ham. ham. And cheese. Oh, yeah. so good. We do that. And it's one of our favorites. Lou just made those last week and it was so bleeping good. 
but we didn't know that just standard, like flip over your King's Hawaiian Rolls bag, and it says to toast them, bake them, put them in the oven. Oh, and so much so, Donna, that the little cardboardy, plasticky, whatever it is, tray that it yep. comes in inside of the bag is your baking sheet. Right. Never right. knew that. Touch what? was the only person at the party who knew that. Even foodie Elizabeth Reese had no idea. Oh, wow. You live, you learn, right? You know, Donna, it's a fun time. Taylor Swift fans, rejoice. The Eras Tour movie is coming to streaming service December 13th, Taylor's birthday, and it's going to include three bonus songs not seen in the theaters. Wildest Dreams, The Archer, and Long Live. And let's see, basically, she put out a post and said, I have a birthday coming up. I was thinking a fun way to celebrate, would to be to do this, yada, yada. Anyway, you can find it on Amazon Prime, Apple, Voodoo, Hoodoo mm-hmm. Voodoo, Xfinity, and YouTube and Google TV. And then don't forget for other music concert fans, this Friday, Renaissance, Beyonce's tour film, comes oh. out and is in theater. So you can go see that. If you've already done the Taylor Swift heiress thing, but you kind of dug it and want to do it again, you can do it with Bay, Queen Bay. Oh, my God. And J-Lo's got a documentary film coming out. I'll tell you about that at 11, okay? When we come back, it is uh, Giving Tuesday today, and there's an interesting list of some of the most bizarre items that have ever been given or donated to a Goodwill. We'll go through that fun list. When we come back, you're listening to the Don and Steve Experience on my talk. Hey, guys. Donna here for Bradshaw and Bryant. I got a heads up for you. Um, I just found this out. You know, social media might be used against you in a personal injury case. I learned that from Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, everybody knows these days it's just... Second nature to post things uh, good and bad that happen to you. But when you file an injury claim, insurance adjusters, they're going to use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve. Your social media posts can be twisted. It can be taken out of context. That includes words, but also pictures. Keep in mind, if you've been in an accident, do not waste any time. You've got a certain window of time to file a claim or you're going to lose your right to collect any damages for your injury. Schedule a free con- um, a case consultation with Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. You can visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. This is where talk is fun. You said it, Mama. Thank you, puppy. Hey, it's Giving Tuesday today, Donna. Okay. Donna, I should explain this to you. Giving is like when you take from your overflow and you say, here, let me give this to somebody else instead of hoarding it like Scrooge okay. McDuck. Gotcha. Okay, thank you for the tutorial. You're welcome. Um... There are a lot of ways you can help others, of course. So a lot of people will be doing this today. We had Black Friday. We had Small Business Saturday. We had Cyber Monday. And now you have Giving Tuesday. Can't wait to see what tomorrow brings. But they put together this list of the most bizarre items that people have donated to Goodwill, which is a very common form of giving. This was compiled with help from Goodwill workers and shoppers. And I will now take us on a walk down the lane just so that we understand how weird some people are. Okay. Because <laughs> there are people who took these items and said, uh, let's give that away. Let's start, let's get it out of the way. A guillotine. An employee says what? that they think it went for $30, a guillotine. My guess for the guillotine is there was a theater 
set designer who was like, oh my gosh, that'd be great if we could get that guillotine and it works for some old period piece from the Renaissance. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. We'll get to one that things do get weirder. But maybe a non-weird one, common, but feels foolish at the time, bags of groceries. They think that these are probably um, by accident. You're just unloading a bunch of things, and then boom, now you've dropped off your Greek yogurt, the blueberries, and a handful of bananas. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's because they're in the back of the car right, with all the other bags. Right. Um, not by accident. Goodwill workers say that people have donated literal bags of garbage. That's not right. I wouldn't donate anything that I didn't, like, care for. You know what I mean? Throw it in the garbage if it... I don't know. I just... I think it's disrespectful. Like, I... I don't know. I like to fold things and make them nice and... Before you give them away? I'd like... I like to. Or at least put them neatly in a bag, not just like... Mine are stuffed in there. Okay, but keep clothes with clothes. I mean, you don't... That's just me. That's just me. I'm a little anal retentive. I don't like that term. Because of the anal part? That's the key word for me. Do you want me to say I'm a little retentive? I definitely don't want you to say you're anal. <laughs> you can, though. Where you does can that say com- I know anal. people say that. Where, did, where does that come I'll from? Look what into does it. anal retentive mean? Hmm. Is there a different Ooh, we should listen definition to the pronunciation. Anal of retentive. anal? Uh, excessively orderly and fussy. Why Supposedly is that? owning, I'm sorry, exp- try again. Supposedly owing to conflict over toilet training in infancy. What? Oh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. The anal, anal retentive. The anal retentive personality is characterized by the tendency to cope with conflicts later in life by demonstrating an extreme sense of cleanliness and orderliness. This comes with, wow. Cleaning thoroughly. Oh, do you think it has to do After with... To- you mentioned toilet training. Uh, hmm. Supposedly owing to conflict over toilet training in infancy. Well, why would you toilet train an infant? infant. Yeah, they're crapping their pants for a few years. Calm down. Oh, what a I'll, life. I'll look more into this, okay? Other odd items that have been donated to <gasps> Goodwill. Being frugal, too. Is anal retentive? I'm going to stop looking into this. Okay. Okay. You, you yeah. Minimize you, that window. Okay. You continue now. Up. Somebody has donated a basket of taxidermy kittens. Ew. Oh, no. What? What do you guys want to incinerate their bodies? I'm okay with us taxidermying them. Okay. Kitten. All right. So you've got these baby cats. Who didn't live. That you took the time to taxidermy, but then you're just going to donate. Okay. Okay. I just, I don't want to. Unless it was a taxidermy class where they were learning how to taxidermy. Okay, sure. I'm just trying to work it out in my head so I can cope. And here's one donation that was actually itemized by Donna a while back. Somebody donated a glass jar labeled Fart June 75. (laughs) (laughs) There's Donna's guy right there. Yeah, hang on. I got some urine <laughs> donations. Hang on. Oh my god! How about a rock? Just a a, a normal, a normal rock. Goodwill put an eleven dollar tag on it. Guess what, <laughs> my friends? It sold. Oh my! You know, didn't Nordstrom do this years ago? But theirs was, I think, a thousand dollar rock. And it was just like 
a rock. There mm-hmm. was nothing special about it. It wasn't a piece of granite. Yes. It wasn't one of those fancy amethyst or anything like that. It was just a rock. Yes. It was a rock bag, like a cross body thing. Yeah, was there a pouch for the rock, I think? I don't remember. A carrying pouch in case you wanted to take it to parties, dinners, whatever. So dumb. A Louis Vuitton purse. Somebody donated that with human teeth inside. Okay. Was this Kesha? Hey, by the way, today, <laughs> it was this day four years ago that Lou bit into a turkey and found a human tooth. It was, oh. oh I just, just got reminded of the memory this morning. It said, look back on your memories from four years ago. We were giving Dev a bath. He was only a few weeks old. Okay. Oh, look, Grayson's holding Dev. Oh, I'm holding the tooth that we found in the turkey breast. I think that might keep me from eating turkey ever again. I was at a restaurant over the weekend. And I found a long black hair in my food. Donna Valentine. And I was like, uh, excuse me, can I get a comb with my chicken? Oh, my gosh, Donna. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was so, I was so grossed out. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to overcome this. I didn't even tell any. I didn't was it a straight the- head mm-hmm. hair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm okay with head hair. Well, what I can power think- past head hair. What do you think it was? A- what? A- what? <laughs> Mustache? Public. <laughs> Not, why would that be in, like, a kitchen? Because Bert, back there, wasn't paying attention to code, went into so the bathroom, he decided didn't, to... didn't wash or oh, no, something. he's decided to cook with his pants off? <laughs> what are you talking about? Donna, you, you need can to make... wear a hairnet. You need to wear a hairnet. Over everything. Soap. You know? If you're near uh... a bar of soap, I want you wearing a hairnet. A tiny toy car that said, pizza with bean. Have you tried it? Somebody donated that. An entire cardboard box of original newspapers from historical events like Kennedy's assassination, Nixon's resignation, and the man on the moon. That's pretty cool. A glow-in-the-dark Ouija board. Donna, you'd like that. No, I wouldn't. Creepy witch. Conduit to the devil's den. A chair shaped like a Labrador retriever. I'd like that. A dog sculpture made out of random metals, including golf clubs and a bathroom faucet. I would like that. Keep going, Donna. We're hitting your sweet spot. A coffin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's not used, and I could use it. A fertility idol, underwear for squirrels, and a painting of Rosie the robot made from the Jetsons. I did see that. It's framed. It's very cool. 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Call now and you can play. Steve here on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We're going to play a game. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It happened. History was made yesterday. One of the biggest upsets in uh, just the history of competition in general as it was Elizabeth able to get the win over Steve in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah! Woo! So with that victory, 124 Steve, 121 Donna, you were represented well while you were out, Donna. Yes, thank you. Last time she was in, she gave me a couple of options when I said, hey, what would you like for a category if Ooh. I got to pick? And she said Britney Spears, and then I made a Britney Spears quiz. And, that didn't and Steve work. still won, despite <laughs> being on a phone and like holding a 
sort yeah, of the, uh, antenna up, and yeah, it was a very weird day. It was a bad day. It was yeah. a bad day. But I won. But yesterday, the tide turned. She also said, well, maybe like movies that involve food. So I said, okay, this time around, we did food movies, and she crushed. Oh, All right. three right and won the tiebreaker. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Today, we're celebrating a uh, one of our national days of the year. Today is National Red Planet Day. Oh, well, no. Mars comes to mind. Mm-hmm. That is the why we planet. celebrate. Okay. Yes, the all Red right. Planet Day. So these are going to be all questions about Mars or Mars-like things in pop culture. And we've got Molly on the line to play with us. Hey, Hi, Molly. Molly. Hello. Uh, how are you, Molly? What's happening in your day? Uh, not much. I'm just working. Okay. Oh, and what? See, what, what hang on. So what, composed. Leave what line of uh, what line of work are you in? What industry do you work in? Um, fire and water restoration. Oh wow! Oh boy! Oh, that's oh, very so interesting. Many I know, Molly. Okay. Goodness gracious! I want to know things. Me too. I have a ceiling issue. Mm. I'm hoping it's not water. Anyway, uh, we digress. Sorry. <laughs> we'll get Molly's cell phone and bugger afterward. Okay. Um, okay. So Molly's got to go back to work after this. So you want to win the game, Molly? You've got to decide if you want to team up with Donna or Steve. Again, the topic is Mars or Mars-like things. In movies and TV and music and pop and culture music. in general. Pop culture. Oh wow! Wow! Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Donna. Yeah. Sure. You don't have to. Nope. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll see okay. myself. Bye. All right, Molly. Okay. You're gonna go on hold. Steve's gonna step aside, and we are gonna play a game, Donna. Okay. Ready to give this a try? Sure. Yeah. National Red Planet Day. We're talking about Mars and pop culture. Okay. Here we go. Let's start with this first one. Despite being up for seven Academy Awards, including Best Actor for Matt Damon, this 2015 Ridley Scott film was completely shut out. I can't remember what it's called. I'm going to say Mars. Based on a Topps trading card set in the 60s, this 1996 sci-fi invasion comedy starred an ensemble cast, including Jack Nicholson, Annette Bening, and Glenn Close. Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Robert Allen Deal, who is professionally known as Mick Mars, was the lead guitarist and co-founder of this rock group. That is uh, Motley Crue. Okay, anything you like repeated. This first one? Uh, Ridley Scott film that was shut out from seven Academy Awards, including Best Actor for Matt Damon. Shoot, I can't remember the title of the movie. <sighs> All righty. Molly might be able to help out. Molly, we're bringing you back in. Seems like she was pretty confident on uh, her final answer of Motley Crue. The other one's not so much. Let me read these questions for you, okay? Okay. Despite being up for seven Academy Awards, including Best Actor for Matt Damon, this 2015 Ridley Scott film was shut out. Her guess was just Mars. Yeah, I have no idea. So Mars sounds good. Damn it. Okay. Second one, based on a Topps trading card set in the 60s, this 1996 sci-fi invasion comedy starred an ensemble <gasps> cast including Jack Nicholson, Annette Benning, and Glenn Close. Oh, you said comedy. Any idea on that one? Shoot. No. No clue, no. Molly? Okay. Oh, man. I'll hear Donna. Sorry. And you feel good about Motley Crue, though, at the end? Sure. Okay, sounds good. Oh, what do you no. think it is, Donna? No, that you... I think it's um um it has to do with um um I almost said apples. It has to do with tomatoes, something that has to do with tomatoes. Okay, let's bring Steve back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Steve? Hey Steve. All right, hang on. All right, so, oh gosh. Turn my mic oh. up? Or, wait, hi, yeah, hi there. Hello. Oh. How'd it go, guys? It's fine. Not well? Yeah, no. 
queen. I'm so sorry that you're dealing with this right now. Mm, thanks. Let's see how Steve can do. I know what it is. All right, let's run tell through. Tell me. I need help. <laughs> tell me. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. All right, let's run through these here. Uh, let's get it started again. National Red Planet Day. These all have something to do with Mars. Are you ready, Steve? Ready. Despite being up for seven Academy Awards, including Best Actor for Matt Damon, this 2015 Ridley Scott film was completely shut out. The Martian. Based on a Topps trading card set in the 60s, this 1996 sci-fi invasion comedy starred an ensemble cast, including head, uh, headlined by Jack Nicholson, Annette Benning, and Glenn Close. Pass. Robert Allen Deal, who is known professionally as Mick Mars, was the lead guitarist and co-founder of this rock group. 30 seconds from Mars. Anything you like to uh, Based on a Topps trading card set in the 60s, 1996 sci-fi invasion comedy starring Jack Nicholson, Annette oh, Benning, yeah. Mars and... Attacks. Uh, go to that. Is that 30 seconds to Mars or from? 30 Two. 30 seconds to Mars. All right, let's run Dang through it. these answers here. How do you get Mars attacks? It just came to me right at the end. Damn it. Why from, would you know that? I don't know. Why are you so mad at me I for knowing Because I couldn't come up with the name quick enough. All right, sorry, Mike. No, oh, you're all good. Sorry, Despite... sorry to me. <laughs> Despite being up for seven Academy Awards, including a Best Actor for Matt Damon, this 2015 Ridley Scott film was completely shut out. That indeed is The Martian. All right. Good job, Donna. I couldn't think of the name. You didn't get, get it? That one, I did no. not get it. Oh. Embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, move on, Mike. Sorry. Let's go to the third one. Robert Allen Deal. It's a 1-0 lead, by the way, for Steve. Uh, Robert Allen Deal, who is known professionally as Mick Mars, was the lead guitarist and co-founder of this rock group. The answer to that one is Motley Crue. Oh, Donna damn. nailed that one. Oh, one man. is where we I really sit. had 30 seconds. Are they 30 seconds to Mars Two. or from 30 Mars? 30 seconds Two. to Mars. So that was that's the right change, but the wrong answer. Wrong guy. Yeah, that's All Jared right. Leto and his brother Shannon, I think. Okay. Uh, that's 30 seconds to Mars. Uh, about to go on tour. And finally, here we go to the second one. Based on a Topps trading card set in the 60s, something that I learned while doing this quiz. I had no idea. Uh, this 1996 sci-fi invasion comedy starred an ensemble cast, including Jack Nicholson, Annette Bening, Glenn Close. The correct answer to that one, with four seconds left, Steve got Mars Attacks. Oh! Nicely done. Way to go, Steve. Wow. I said Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. And then I was sure. like, that's not right. That's not, I thought it was like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes or something like yeah. that. I could not think of it. The cast right. also include Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Michael J. Fox, Sarah Jessica Parker, Tom Jones, Natalie Portman, Jim wow. Brown. It was Natalie everybody. Portman? Yeah, she was very young in that one, 96. Wow. Now, we haven't done this in a while, but I would like to offer it up, Donna. If you'd like to do double or nothing on this tiebreaker, it's toward the end of the year. I'd do it. What's the score right now? It is now 125-121. But you could bring it right back, 125-122. We could make it three again. It's too close to the end of the year. I still have a chance. I don't want to okay. blow it. Okay. All right. Well, let's do the tiebreaker anyway and see how this would have shaken okay. out. I will say this is the non-traditional tiebreaker. This is something different uh, oh. that we normally do. I wanted each of you to either use your phone or have a pen and write down your answer. Okay. And I was going to ask Molly to give me her answer. Okay. Uh, so get ready here. Okay. You got okay. something? I'm ready to type. Yep. All right. So don't say anything yet, Molly. Oh, we're talking about Mars today. What do you think the average temperature in Fahrenheit is the planet Mars? Great question, Mike. So go ahead and write down your answers. The average temperature in Fahrenheit of Mars. 
So you'll each have an answer. We'll hear Molly's answer first, and then out of the three of you, whoever's closest. Okay. Okay, I wrote mine down. This is good. Uh, All right, so Molly, uh, bringing you back up here, what do you think the average temperature in Fahrenheit is the planet Mars? 235. 235. All right. All right. Steve, what is your, since since it's uh, Donna and uh, Molly together, what's your guess? I went negative 600 degrees Fahrenheit. Negative 600 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. (laughs) What'd you say? I said 625 Fahrenheit. All right. And Molly said... Two two something. We're not doing uh, Price is Right rules. The closest answer is actually Molly. Wow. wow. What's the real temperature? 81 degrees below zero. Dang it. And in the summer, Wait, it gets up to like 70. Wait, it's I'm balmy. so confused. Yeah. They're further away from us. I thought it was an extremely us. hot planet. Nope. You're thinking the, of Venus or something else. Because it goes the sun and then Mercury, <laughs> Venus, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. So I knew it was colder. I just thought it would have been a lot colder. Oh, they have a thinner atmosphere I thought it was us, really so. hot, which is why it's called the red planet. And I bet you Pluto, God rest her soul, is like super cold on average. Damn it. Because they're super far away. Molly, I'm sorry. Should have done double or nothing, Donna. Molly got it right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) Sorry, Mal. No problem. All right, Molly, we love you. Thank you for listening. Tell your coworkers that we said, You guys have a good day. Okay. All right. Molly's Molly's over us. And that's what it sounds like, friends, to lose a listener. I mean, if you had to say, was she happy that she called in or over it, you absolutely uh, would check the box over it. Totally love it. I do have some average temperatures if you're interested. Sure. May why I, not? Well, can you give us the, the planet and can we continue guessing? Sounds good. We'll start with um, we'll start with Mercury. So Mercury's the closest to the sun. Mercury's dog. hot, which is why it's called Mercury. Mercury. I'm going right? to say that the average Mercury temperature is. Uh, 315 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm going to stick with 625, Dang. Bob. Steve was off by just 18. 333. Wow. How about that? A daytime high of 333. Boiling. And now, how about Venus? I'm your Venus. Very fun, Donna. I'm going to bring that down, and we're going to go to 180. I don't know anything about planets, so I'll just say one degree. Despite being further <laughs> from the sun, the atmosphere must be thinner because oh. Venus is the actual hottest planet by far, 867 oh degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my should have said 625 again. Holy cow. And then, of course, Earth is about 59 degrees. Next would be Mars at minus 85. And then they just go down from there. But uh, Pluto is the one you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cold. Hate this game. Okay. Negative 900 degrees. Donna, you could still win. Pluto? Yep. Not a planet. Okay. Dwarf planet Pluto. I'll be specific. That's politically incorrect. No, that's what it's called. (laughs) I'm going to say 57 degrees. It is minus 375 degrees. Okay, I was close. (laughs) So this is why they want to try to get us to Mars, because... With an average temperature of 81 below, but it gets up to the 70s, this is why they're thinking there's a chance we could survive there. She's trying to cancel me over Pluto. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. That was fun, Mike. Cool. Glad you enjoyed it. I did it. I just said that. I was thinking of a Seinfeld bit, because we used to call um, 
the donut holes to the town where I grew up, they were called smidgets. Speaking oh. of not politically correct, right. midgets. We I call them munchkins. Munchkins, probably even worse. <laughs> but Seinfeld has a whole bit about they're not donut holes because the hole is that already deep? comes in the donut. These are donut plugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Oh, I just All finished right. his, his joke book on audio, on Audible. It is so funny. Oh, my gosh. His, his latest routine, very funny. Is thank it? you, everyone. All right. Thank you, Steve, for the heads up. Really appreciate that. Do hey, yourself look. a favor and look up Jerry Seinfeld's three-and-a-half-minute bit on Flex Seal. It's so funny. It's how he ends the book. It's how he ends his routine. It's so stinking funny. Okay. All, All right. right. When we come back, uh, would you like to hear the possibly the worst lyrics in classic rock? Yes. We'll see if you agree or disagree as we read through those. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Friends, what's up? Hey, Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. You know, the Canopy Group, you've heard me telling you about them. They are an insurance agency that is really unique by offering 16 carefully selected companies for home and auto insurance. Here's a fun little holiday analogy to drive home the point. Would you be satisfied if the only dessert that you could have this entire holiday season was fruitcake? Just fruitcake. That would be like having one agent representing one company. Meanwhile, your fancy neighbor creates a dessert exchange with his 40 fun family members. They make a variety of desserts like divinity, peanut brittle, fudge, cutouts, gingerbread. Okay, you get the picture. Well, at the Canopy Group, they get that it's all about options. That's why their insurance agency offers those 16 reputable companies. In addition, they've got 40 licensed elves who are working behind the scenes to assure that you always have the best coverage and that it's always at the best price. Remember, their clients' average savings over $800. This holiday season, don't get stuck with just a fruitcake. Get some options. You can do that at thecanopygroup.com. Jerry, what the mood, Mary? Good morning. Hey, welcome back. Hey, Steve. Blessings to you and yours this holiday season. Thank you so much. Same to you. And thank you. Thank you. Mike, you too. Thank you. You too as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Piece of pizza. Thank you. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. Piece of pizza. Mm. Oh, what a journey. It is, uh, <laughs> let me see, uh, look at the uh, local time here on my laptop, which is uh, pretty much broken, 10.58. And that's not correct. It's 10.47. Thank you, Steve. You know what's weird? You? You know what else is weird? What else? When I go to Google, and I don't know if you've worked with Google much, but if I search online digital clock, which you can do, then it gives me a running time when I'm looking here and I, I know when our breaks are coming. Sure. Fun fact, at 1026 on the dot, it goes to a commercial here. Mm. So I need that. Um, when I pull up through Google, the online digital clock, it right now says 1059 in six seconds. I can't fix Google, guys. I don't know why this laptop and this internet on this laptop is 10 minutes in the future, but it is. It's through Google. You know what I mean? This is not the clock in the bottom right-hand corner, though it says the same time. The Google machine is pointing me to the wrong time. Isn't that, am I in the future? What? I stopped listening. I have a list of the worst lyrics in classic rock, maybe. I'll read some of them to you. And you say uh, stupid or meh. Okay. I don't think any of these should be like, that's a great lyric. How could they say that was stupid? Um, how about in, in the uh, song by Van Halen 
called Why Can't This Be Love. Oh, such a great one. But is this a great lyric? Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. The internet has said, that be dumb. I don't think that's dumb. Only time will tell if we stand the test of time. I think it's clever. I agree. All right. You're taking issue with ultimateclassicrock.com as yeah. you compiled these. Up there's. Okay, okay, Donna. Okay, sorry. That was that's aggressive. a little aggressive. Okay, sorry, I blew First up. One we did. Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Everybody loves to sing along with that. But they claim, here's a dumb lyric. Just a city boy born and raised in South Detroit. Mm-hmm. They say it's dumb because South Detroit doesn't exist. That That's not true. How is what? The southern part of Detroit is South Correct. Detroit. Thank you, Mike. We hate this list. Okay. Two this for li- two. Boo! <laughs> Sucky list! Well, I think maybe they're saying, like, you know, there's a North St. Paul and a sure. South St. Paul. They're saying, like, there's not a proper, no one would say, oh, yeah, I'm from South Detroit. They might not say it, but you could be, from, South could be from the southern part of the city. Suck it. Did my singing sound decent there? No. A little flat. A little. You know the song Roundabout by Yes? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you play it, I'd know it. I can't sing it. They say this is one of the dumbest classic rock lines of all time. Mountains come out of the sky and they stand there. <laughs> So okay, they say right, that's right, dumb. I'll give you that one. Are we that's going dumb, dumb on that one? Yeah, yeah that okay, one's pretty dumb. All right, now another uh, dumb classic rock line. This by ZZ Top from the song Sleeping Bag. Let's go out to Egypt because it's in the plan. We'll whip out our mattress because there ain't no beds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, while factual, probably unnecessary. Okay, I'll give you that one. I don't know that that's necessarily sexual. Sexual? I did you say sexual? Factual. I she said, said factual. factual, you perv. What? Okay, that's all you... Wow, Freudian. <laughs> you didn't say sexual there? I did nope. not. Dang it, Mike. <sighs> Cuckoo. I didn't think that. Dirty White Boy is a song by Foreigner. I'm a loner, but I'm never alone is a lyric from that song to which Ultimate Classic Rock says, that be dumb. I don't think that's dumb. That's like the first one. Right. Makes you think. Right. Wants to be alone, can't be alone. Right. It's a struggle. People internally. everywhere. I'm a loner, but there's <laughs> yeah. people. I got to go to work. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? So you guys like, I'm a loner, but I'm never alone. And then you like Van Halen's Only Time Will Tell if We Stand the Test of Time. Absolutely. 100%. Love it. Poetic. How about America's song, A Horse with No Name? Great song. In the desert, you can remember your name because there ain't no one for to give you no pain. Sure. I'm okay with that. that song also if you ever wondered had jesus and his disciples formed a band they would have looked like america if you have not seen america perform horse of no name ventura highway there is on youtube it's like them in some unplugged sort of a situation it's it's quite good but a very disciplic shout out to jesus big shout out birthday month somebody's birthday month um, <laughs> this would be a great time to cut this list. This by the police. We have three more minutes. We have to fill Donna. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a song by the police called "Da Da 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 Da
Do, do, do. No, wait, that's the. Do, I don't know how the, this melody goes. And God knows it you goes, don't, Donna. No, I do. Da, da, da. Nobody really knows do, that. Do, 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 oh, you know what? Da, da. I want to do this game with Donna called <laughs> no, Sing. No, no, no. Hey, not <laughs> you said last week you were going to play it. I don't want to anymore. It's called Sing That Tune. No. I could pull up a list of 10. We'll do it at 11. I'll pull up a list of 10 no. very well known songs, and then we'll just see if Donna. <laughs> melodically can sing the hook Fine. or hum it or whatever. Fine. Can we do it at 11? Sure. Yes. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> anyway, from that dee-dee-doo-da-da-da-da song by the police. Dee-dee-doo-da-da-da. There's a, li- a lyric, and when their eloquence escapes me, their logic ties me up, ooh, and rapes me. Now that is aggressive. Me no likey that. Me no likey that. Okay, so come on, police. Get it together. I read that earlier and was like, I'm not going to read that during the show. <laughs> yeah. The best laid plans. I'm sorry, everybody. It's all right. We didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. You just went to the Billy Joel concert. Fantastic. Ultimate Classic Rock says he should lose this lyric. Rock and roller, cola wars, I can't take it anymore. To which they just ask, is a Coke and Pepsi rivalry really frustrating him? Like, he, can he really not take it? No, but I, I'm okay with that. Because if you think of, like, things... Like Taylor Swift's exposure, I can't take it anymore. I think he's just saying, "Okay, enough with the Coke versus Pepsi." Drink whatever you want. Right. We built this city by Starship, a song I like and Donna hates. Mm-mm, don't like it. How about this lyric? Who counts the money underneath the bar? Who rides the wrecking ball into our guitars? That's what drug use looks like. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. You get that one. And then Pinball Wizard by the Who, uh, great a great song. song how about the lyric, he plays by sense of smell? Okay, well, you have to understand. Yes. He's deaf, dumb, and blind. Mm-hmm. So maybe he could have used a different sense, like yeah, feeling. Because that's the one, yeah, touch is what he has. I'm going to go. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the time... Now, on my computer is 11.06. Okay. And do bear in mind that this is 11 minutes fast. When we return, we will play a game impromptu that I've always wanted to play with Donna. Donna is so great at so many things. When you mention a song, she goes to sing the melody and is almost never right. I'll pull up 10 very famous songs. We'll see if she can hum or sing them on her own. And Mike, you're the judge whether she's right or wrong. Got it. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk.